Hi everyone, it's Julian Harris from Cognition X. Last week we held a meetup in London in our offices in Piccadilly where we had more than 150 people turn up to learn about how chatbots are affecting business. And what was really interesting is with the really diverse panel we had, it was quite clear that chatbots were affecting everything. So I kicked things off with a definition of chatbots. We see chatbots as a form of natural language communication with computers. And then I touched briefly on what we think are the enablers, the key enablers that are making the difference these days. And really it's that chatbots are able to deal with three different facets of communication much better than before. One is dealing with ambiguity. Secondly, handling conversations. And thirdly, dealing with emotion. We call this the ACE principles. Then I touched briefly on the fact that there's so much going on with chatbots that it's really hard to know where to start when you're formulating a software strategy that incorporates natural language communication and also how to keep up to date. So I've been lucky enough that our own research has helped shape this and we've come up with a model that makes it easier to understand and also allowing you to sort of create a chatbot strategy with confidence. And we've called this the Cognition X chatbot layer cake. And I had a little picture of a cake in the meetup. And really it just reflects the reality that the conversation around designing chatbots isn't a buy or build conversation for most people. It's a buy is how much to buy and how much to build. And to this end, the layers start from the top with layer five, which is the end-to-end solutions. So these are the solutions that really just involve you to sign up and configure. And you might add some of your own data uh, at the beginning, but by and large, these systems don't really involve a lot of engineering or involve incredibly light touch, maybe some configuration, a JavaScript snippet on a page or something like that. So that's the the end-to-end, layer five. And then the next layer is where you're creating your own solution and you want some conversational elements because you like natural language communications. And to that, we've called level four the conversation design layer. And there's lots of software that allows you to design a conversation and then have tools for your business team, the operations team, to evolve and take feedback and and change things without really needing engineering too much. And this is really valuable because it speeds things up and also reduces the skill set liability for for the continuous improvement loop. The third layer is the what I call high-level cloud. So these are the pieces that give you some kind of understanding or meaning. So uh, identifying the intent of some text or the emotion or what kinds of uh, uh, entities or objects that are being mentioned. So if you have a phrase like, you know, what is my AI strategy, then, then we could quite quickly configure an option which would say, whenever there's the phrase AI strategy, then that's likely to be something that we would tie to our strategy intent. Uh, but it could also be 
what kinds of methodologies or other language and these systems can take examples of these and then identify similar kinds of phrases the flexibility around and the versatility around that interpretation is a really important characteristic and I'll we'll follow and dig into that in more detail on a future podcast and then the next layer layer 3 is what I call the low level cloud components and so this is really the machine learning elements and no, I think I've got the levels wrong, haven't I? That's level two. So the low-level cloud elements are level two. And they are really um, the machine components, machine learning. This is patterns. This is the systems that can take examples of text and find patterns. And usually it's the training elements. So as we go down the layers, you have more flexibility. You have more control, but obviously more work to glue it all together. Level two is really still about cloud, so all the infrastructure is in place, but you still need to do lots of wiring. There's no context, and there wouldn't necessarily be a lot of visual front ends that you can use or anything. And the final layer really is level one, and this is the open source layer. And, and these pieces are the underlying components that you use to assemble your solution. You provide the infrastructure, but there's an amazingly rich community of elements for software to do things like natural language processing. And there's also open source, open source data sets that allow you to start really hit the ground running really, instead of having to create your own data. So those five layers are what we're finding a very helpful model for evaluating and choosing what kind of approach to employ when designing your chatbot strategy. First, first up in the meetup, we had William Tunstall Pedo, who was the creator of Alexa and the Amazon Echo. And he really gave an overview of where we are on the journey to creating Star Trek communicators and having really human-like conversations and human-like understanding. Then from the panel, we had Sharma Dean Reed, a founder of BeautyStack. And Sharma Dean explained how she's used chat in a number of different ways to provide a really highly engaging experience for her nail salon. So what was very interesting is that she collected a lot of chat conversations using WhatsApp for around about six months and used that as input into how best to engage in a more automated way. The interesting thing is that now 40% of her business is through chat. And I think the most interesting thing about Sharma's experience has been that you don't need a lot of technical understanding yourself in order to design a system that involves chat. The methods can be very low-tech, and the initial experience can be very basic. Testing chat can just involve people. don't need any visual design skills in the way that you might have 
when designing a visual interface. Then we all had a some really interesting insight from Steve Gill, who works in HR operations in EY. So EY has 250,000 people, and they had an interesting experience designing chatbots to help different parts of HR performance. So chatbots are affecting internal operations as well as how you can design customer experience. The most interesting thing for me that Steve talked about was that, first of all, there's clearly a latent demand for conversational engagement. The engagement they got was off the charts in terms of the number of people who use the system. The other thing that was really interesting was that when you have a chat interface where you are allowing people to type text, they will persist in entering information that's not related to the process. So even deep in the heart of some HR performance management component, people were asking about the weather. And so they first tried to fend this off and say, yeah, this isn't a weather app, but after four or 500 of these requests, they decided, let's just provide the weather. <laughs> so they didn't build a weather function, but they did link to the weather channel. And I think this is something that people need to acknowledge, that chat really is a different way. Fundamentally, nothing new here. If you provide an interface, that interface should guide people as to what's possible. And if you just have an empty text box, they will try everything. I think the final thing I got from Steve was that, and I'm getting this message from a lot of designers of chatbot solutions, is you, you can start quite cheaply and you can iterate. And you need to iterate based on the feedback and how people engage because you don't really know how people are going to use it. Then we also were lucky enough to have Sega Gupta, the founder of Ally Chat. So Ally Chat is a social enterprise chatbot to help people at really important parts in their lives where there's a risk of them losing homes. And so the interesting insight that we got from Segar is that you can really make a, a meaningful and sometimes life-changing difference with chatbots by acknowledging that chatbots are often a better way for people to access information than conventional means. And in this case, Google and GovUK websites. So his business is bringing a new way of accessing this material, material that's already there. People will find these walls of text on the pages hard to understand, they may misinterpret them. And his ally chat is a contextualizing and guiding people to focus on the right information. His customers are councils and um, housing organizations and what he's seeing real satisfaction in is how people are finding the resources they need in a way that wasn't done before. We also had Guy Gadney, the CEO of Charisma. Charisma.ai is a character design system. And really, the message I got from Guy was that 
when you're thinking about bots, you need to think about them as characters and they need to have a story. Stories, for those Blade Runner fans out there, are what gives meaning to a personality. And charisma is a tool for people to construct a character and not just a bot or a persona, but a real character and the value that that offers. He had an interesting anecdote about how brands have a new opportunity for building a persona or a character, but that it's not a traditional skill, and and it really is. A lot of people are very lost. They really don't know how to design a persona brand, a character that represents your brand. I think another theme that came up a lot in the meetup was the role of conversation in design. And in fact, this needs new skills. So if you're thinking about a chatbot team, then we had Aldous Birchall from PwC sharing his experiences. And Aldous and other members of the panel and also the audience were reflecting on the fact that there's a really interesting creative opportunity for communication and the role of textual communication and the skills behind it is actually not necessarily the same as what you currently have. And you can actually draw from expertise in other fields. People are doing marketing, communications, um, if they're writers, if they're actors. These kinds of skills are going to be really substantial contributors to a rich chatbot story more than ever the language that you use is critical and Sharmadine touched on this as well how you want to deal with the edge cases and actually so did Dr. Danica Damoyanovic from Sentient Machines and how you need to be consistent not only with when things work but also when things fail So to wrap up, I wanted to thank you for listening and I really wanted to thank the speakers for their contributions. They really made the evening. And the final word I wanted to say was that the problem that we've seen of where do you start and how do you keep up to date with what's going on in the chatbot industry is something that Cognition X is offering an answer to with its monthly research subscription. So if you go to research.cognition.com sorry, research.cognitionx.com, we have a subscription offering there. And so this is our first podcast. Do let us know what you liked about it and what we can do better. Until next time, thank you for listening. This is Julian Harris from Cognition X.